Hello and welcome to a very special The Great Cricketer podcast. My name is Ian Higgins and I'm joined by Dave Edwards. And Dave, we are at the SCG and by at the SCG, I mean we're physically at the SCG, not just where the test is. We're physically at the SCG. Mm. Um, we're in the Cricket New South Wales office. Um, we've been offered uh, tickets, yes. media passes by yes. Cricket Australia, very generous gesture by them. Mm. And uh, we've taken advantage of that. Mm. We're here, we're recording live mm. and uh, we're at a dead rubber test. So um, we should caveat this that we know there is a humming, there is an air conditioning vent above us. Um, this isn't the usual pristine quality that you'll, yeah. that you'll be getting, you know, over Skype when we have Sam Perry from London involved as well, and yeah. then and then a caller from you know somewhere else like Pakistan or something. Yeah. But um, so we are aware that this sound quality is going to be a little bit diminished, but we are hoping to give you a podcast each day that this uh, test runs, and hopefully that's just going to be three days because yeah. you know <laughs> shit to do because we're busy. Yeah, yeah. And we like the holidays. So um, so Dave, we're here um, as mm. you said rightly that. We're We've been given a chance to be in the press box. It's fucking awesome to be in there. It's cool because you get to hang out with cool people and everyone's nice to you. You get to see some of the greats. Mm. I saw Gus Wallen with two sausage rolls at lunch. Yep. Um, yep. I walked into the toilets and yep. uh, I was at a urinal and there was another bloke at the... There were three urinals in a row. I was at one end, another bloke was another. And Bill Laurie walked in and he looked at the vacant urinal and went, nah, and he went to the cubicle. <laughs> I was really hoping... He got his he'd... keys out. Yeah. Allegedly. allegedly, all allegedly. That didn't happen. No, you can't no. say that about no. one of the greats. Yeah. No, so I mean, you like it is actually funny when you see people in real life. Like for instance, like we, we saw Mike Atherton today. Yep. Obviously, we were lucky enough to have him on the podcast, and he was um he was he was very nice to us as well. Obviously, like he just did get in hey a fair when he doesn't yeah. care who the fuck we yeah. are. No. That's kind of the, the impression that I get a lot of the times. Like the people who are like in a higher level, they don't really care who you are. Like all no. of the all of the low level journalists, they're like you guys are cool. <laughs> but then like when we're trying to like you know talk yeah. to people who are famous. You could like, just see this vacant look. Like <laughs> Athos was like looking through me, like he wasn't actually looking into my eyes. Good bloke. Though. Yeah, good bloke. No, nah, thanks, Athos. It was Lovely, um, man. It's, yeah, it's really funny. I mean, obviously, Gideon Hayes in the press box as well. Um, just all these nice people. So, uh, you know, I saw Graeme Swan. Uh, you know, is this is a <laughs> talking about like people that we saw, saw, and no one cares. No one cares. They? It's so self-serving. All right, so let's talk about the cricket. Yeah. So we, we will get Will McPherson and uh, Ed Cowers on the show as well, yep. as well a little bit later. So um, hopefully, as I say, we'll get to do this to you. Um, each day we'll get to um, have a little, little Ashes memories, little SCG memories of, of mm. players that have played here. But um, the cricket so far today, uh, I don't know about you, I've, I've hardly fucking watched the ball. I haven't watched the ball. <laughs> it's looking like a pretty uh, pedestrian test. It's going to filter out. Maybe there'll be a result. Mm. Australia probably will win. Mm. It, it won't be great, will it? It's just a shocking bowling attack for England, isn't it? I mean, they've got Tom Curran playing his second test, Mason yep. Crane, Test Boo, Ali's hardly bowled the ball. Yeah, You've yeah. got Broad and Anson who are going to have to bowl 200 overs each. Yep. I mean, we said this in last night's podcast, the main podcast, including our, our, our good friend and leader, Sam Perry. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but it just looks like I mean Steve Smith. How are they going to get Steve Smith out? Like, like if you see off Broad and Anderson, it just runs for days, isn't it? I mean, like that's that's the issue here that Australia will probably have to bat once. Steve Smith's just batting so well, and yeah. how you how do you bowl to him? I don't understand how you bowl to him mm. when he's in that frame of mind. He's been in form for mm. four years. Mm. Like I don't think it's form it's anymore. Form. He's yeah. just really good at yeah. batting, yeah. and he loves batting as well. He's on record saying, "I just love batting." <laughs> he batted so much that he didn't need to have a hit before a test match because he batted <laughs> so much in the last test match <laughs> yeah. that he batted. Needed to have a break. He yeah. didn't have a break. Got some balls, right? Nah, nah, mate. Nah, I'm, nah, no, want some throwdowns? Nah. 
Isn't that like he's not he's not a good looking run scorer as well, isn't he? Isn't that like what it comes to? like I would you know, Coley, for instance, is like he's really aesthetic. Yeah. You know, even Joe Root, like he's just crabbing. I'm sick of watching him crab. <laughs> Fuck he's good though. There are runs, but some runs are more equal than others. Yeah. I think it was Orwell who said that. Mm. Isn't it funny when we're in the press box and the journalists like talk to us about the cricket and we say stuff like, Yeah, but Steve Smith is ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. CA gave us media passes. <laughs> We have no insights on cricket. <laughs> uh, but more people listen to us than anyone else. Um, all right, Edos, um, we'll do. Um, we'll ask for some hashtag AskTGCs during the week, but um, but one has come in um, opportunistically. Uh, people don't need to hear us talk more than once a week, so we'll keep this nice and short, but there isn't a hashtag AskTGC that is in front of you if you'd be so kind to, uh, to, to ask it. Yeah, sure. So this one comes from Anthony Forsyth uh, via Twitter. He says, G'day, knackers. As a yuck... Park cricketer. Sorry, what, what, what did he call us? Knackers. Knackers. I don't know. Okay. I think it's a... It's a I, don't, I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, as a yuck park cricketer right. who's played more senior cricket on synthetic than turf, mm. it's fair to say I lacked any serious amount of social capital in the Melbourne cricket scene. Couple that with a set of pipes that had me nicknamed Twigger by the old brigade during my first senior game in the third grade of the Box Hill Reporter Cricket League after several club changes to escape this nickname and my horrible form with bat and ball. I was greeted at my current club with the new nickname of Foreskin, a genius play on my, uh, on my surname, Forsyth. Thankfully, my dad has never come to watch me play or he may have been even more embarrassed by the ridicule of our shared surname than my none for 32 off 8 and streaky 11 not batting at 9. Though luck has been... Sh- through luck, should I say, this has been shortened to Skinner in recent series, which I believe is the result of my increased standing at the cricket club. It's my theory that my social capital has drastically increased through a fortuitous connection to a high-level cricketer. Mm. On the first day of prep, I was lucky enough to become best friends with a kid by the name of P. Hanscom. Right. Wait. That's too obvious. Let's call him Peter H. <laughs> Throughout our formative years, he showed all the signs of becoming an elite sportsman. And when he made his test debut last year, my stocks had never been higher. Naturally, I capitalised with tactical changing of my profile picture to show my close connection to the inner sanctum of the Australian test team. However, recently, my anonymous friend has been unceremoniously dropped for having a yuck technique, mm. mediocre rig and a salad that's no more appetising than 500 gram pre-packed coleslaw that's been marked down at Woolworths. My question is, how do I distance myself from his failure and maintain my status as an alpha of my small pond? Mm. I've already deleted the profile pic, but people are still asking me about my connection. Please help me, TGC. I can't go back to foreskin. Isn't? <laughs> Regards, Anthony Skinner Forsyth. What going on? Um, yeah, I mean, where to begin? So, I mean, like, isn't this isn't this just the uh, you know the curse of you know knowing someone who's famous because you are living and dying by their successes? Yeah. And but you know he's bought into that by he's changing his Facebook profile picture. You know he needs bold move. And this is like for us, you know, when 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 it was announced that you know Cowan was dropped from New South Wales mm. and therefore he wasn't able to get us tickets to the Boxing yeah. Day Test because you know he wouldn't be playing for Australia. Yeah. We Didn't dropped all association. Us? Yeah, but he keeps calling us and mm. it's hard to. You know, looking forward to talking to him later. <laughs> Yeah, better. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, like where, I, what's he asking? Like, how does he disassociate himself? Oh, from... he's basically asking. Well, he's deleted the profile pic of right. himself with Peter H. Okay. Um, yeah. But people are still asking about his connection. Right. And he's trying to find out how does he distance himself from that failure yeah. yet maintain his own mm. uh, social capital mm. in his small circle. Mm. I don't well, really know what the answer is there. I mean, the thing um, is, like, Hanscom's not playing s- any T20 cricket either because he's just kind of just subfielding at the moment, just taking yeah. catches of the whacker, you know. Yeah. He's, just, he's giving throwdowns, which is, you know, the unsexy work. So he, until Hanscom gets out there and 
scores like a double ton in shield. So you're saying that it's all on Hanscom. There's nothing actually that Forskin can do here. Nothing Forskin can do. Hanscom needs to go and, you know, sign a mad IPL contract, get some levers, yeah, yeah, hit, yeah. bomb some sixes, some yep. maximums over there. Mm. Um, and come back mm. and, and do the same in the BBL and get back on the test side, and yeah. then he can resume the profile pick. Yeah, I think that I think I think that's that's the key phrase. Yeah, resume yeah. the profile pick. I mean, like because if you're not living your life via social media, then what's the point of living at all? Mm. Always said that. Well, I hope we we'll clear that up for him. <laughs> I don't think we did. All right. Well, we're signing off this bit. Uh, Ed, Ed Cowan and Wilmy First are going to come up, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Well, here goes, here we are again, a new year, a new year, 2018, and here we are again in the Cricket New South Wales offices, mm. yourself, Pez is obviously in London, but I'm here with you, and we are joined by probably the best friend of the podcast, mm. um, we've had a lot of people on, we've reached 30 episodes as of yesterday, yeah. so we're to the 30s now, yeah. and um, what better way to mark a good 30 than to bring Edward Cowan <laughs> onto the program. <laughs> How are you, mate? You're making me blush with <laughs> such accolades. Every look, you know it's the Sydney Test when Edo's pulls out the check shirt, the, check, <laughs> the chino shorts, and the brand new blue boat shoes that have just stepped off the island. Could you so, see your face in them? Almost. They were glistening. No, they are glistening. Not as so good as your wel- wooden Hawaii watch, which is just an alpha power play if I've ever seen one. Welcome to the members bar if I've ever seen one. <laughs> so this is a podcast and no one can actually see the things that we're talking about. No, yeah. We're trying We've to get paid a picture. Imagery, imagery. Yeah. So this is the 31st podcast and Ted's been on 28 of them. So yeah. this is, um, it's, yeah. so welcome. He's a major so, shareholder. So, so Ted, we'll ask you first question about the, um, the SCG, your memories of the SCG. You've played two test matches here because you, you told me that before we just pushed the record. Um, so tell us about some of your memories memories about playing test cricket at the SCG especially? Uh, well, my, my main memories involve missing out on really flat wickets, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, so usually when Michael Clark got his 300, I, I was kind enough to offer up my wicket <laughs> uh, so that he could bat on the flattest wicket of all time and yeah, then I could yeah, eat ice. Stats. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And then I could eat ice cream for two and a half days. <laughs> so, you know, crying into the bowl of, um, you know, Peter's with a bit of Milo on top. <laughs> Just thinking this could have been me. This could have been the making yeah. of me. Uh, so that's one memory. The other is Dave Warner kindly running me out on the second flattest wicket of all time oh. against Sri Lanka the following year and then having to endure Ian Chappell curse my inability to run between the wickets despite being burnt like an absolute piece of toast. Mm. I remember when you were playing Test Cricket, there was like, you got run out of the bowlers end once, and like, there was like... That was my fault. There was like an hour where they yeah. said you are holding the bat in the wrong hands. Have you... I was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I YouTube that quite a bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got 136 that day. Um, I'd probably oh, still, I'd still be batting if I didn't get run out of the bowlers end. Um, but on this occasion, that yeah. was my fault. On this occasion, it wasn't my fault. Uh, and the Sri Lankans were flat. They were 2 0 down. Mm. Mitch Johnson had him running scared. Mm. Tommy Parker rolled out mm. a genuine rolled piece of mud at the SCG that, you know, just had, mm. you know, 300 ridden all over it. Mm. I was sitting back in the sheds after 20 minutes having just been run out. So you were saying before about Michael Clark's 300, not his red inker as well. Um, what are your, some of your memories about watching him bat that day? Like what, like, what was he saying when he came back into the sheds after? Like, just tell me everything about it. Would have come back into the sheds, what, five or six times? Plenty of times. Yeah. It was actually incredibly hot. Um, so I just remember him always coming in 
you know, for a guy that's always immaculately groomed, he was mm. dripping with mm. sweat. Mm. Uh, and I just couldn't believe he kept going out, you know, actively going out there and wanting to put himself through another two mm. hours of, you know, the, the, the furnace that was the SCG. But mm. he was so hungry. He, it was incredible. The look in his eye, the steely determination uh, to, you know, not just give it away on 103. Mm. Uh, yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. I've just celebrated with a little Toyota jump and mm. let's go on with it. But is 329 he... later, it was actually incredible to watch. Is he one of those players, like, when he comes into the dressing room, what's his kind of, I guess, routine? If he comes in, he's on 59, 100, 150. Does he go to the corner by himself? Does he reflect with a few senior stakeholders? Testing, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. Not real. I thought, you know, from... straight to the valuables bag. <laughs> <laughs> from memory... Um, you know, guys, you, you let guys stay in their little bubble because mm. uh, it takes immense concentration to be performing at that level. So if, if they come off and if they're talkative, you provide the conversation. If, if they just want to sort of recede yeah. to the background, have it's a shower. Them. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Let yeah. them do the walking yeah. and you yeah. just fall in line. Yeah. So while we are talking about the SCG, we're just starting my class I've got one other, one other memory. Oh, yeah, okay, go on. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was Mike Hussey's last test match and we had a little small chase in the in the fourth innings and I was batting. Mm. And all I heard while we were two down at the time was, ha see. Count. There was no one there day five. You know, yeah, day five yeah, day, yeah. It was like 20. Count, Cowan. We want to say ha see. And then the whole crowd started, ha see. Ha see. Dave's always been good to start a chance. Yeah, 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 he's exactly. been good like that. So when, when, so when Michael Clark got his 300 here, like how hard is it to get a guy out when he's batting that well? So like the comparison right now would be Steve Smith, right, who's just batting Bradman-esque, to use that phrase. But like how hard is it at that level, like to international level, when a guy's batting best in his life? Like how actually hard is it for the bowling team to get someone out like that? Yeah, I think it just relies on them making a half error and, a, right. you know, a little bit of luck here and there and, you know, in, in Smithy's case or, or Michael's case in that series. Because um, I think he got 200 the week before as well. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, things are just going your way and, and they're relaxed and in the flow and, and you have to make, make a mistake and that tends not to happen. Mm. So end of the series usually is a Sydney test match. Like, how big is the circuit once you leave... Massive, yeah. Which is the same as every other test if you win. So, yeah. uh, I was through the circuit. I, I think I was almost yeah. a, a function alcoholic during the time yeah. of the test team because we were winning games. Yeah, you know, we had a good team: Ponting, Hussey, yeah, Harris, Clark, Johnson. Yeah. You know, Cowan. To, yeah, good, good <laughs> Cowan. Yeah. Great circuits. Yeah. yeah. So what happens? Like, um, you win a game. Obviously, the, the procession, the Southern Cross, beer mm. and champagne strewn across all of you, Australia. You fucking beauty. Yeah. Do, does is there a pre-arranged circuit or does someone? kind of stand and hold fort and go boys we're going here we're going there we're going to do mm. this this is the circuit that we're planning out or is it pre-planned is it a Pat Howard initiative with well because I think guys? Yeah, some guys you know who were going to be test captains would want to leave the group to go to dinner for yeah. instance other guys want yeah. to stay yeah. in the dressing Neil room Neil Perry restaurant yeah <laughs> um, sorry so, I hijacked your question there but yeah no, but tell us hmm. Uh, great question. <laughs> Everyone really only cares about the circuit. Yeah, yeah. You know, at all, all at all at all levels of yeah. cricket and, and the Australian teams are no different. Yeah. Um, so you win, you'll settle in with a few beers. It's obviously up to the song captain. The song captain. To, and who uh, was the song captain when you were? Mike Hussey. Okay. Um, but there, would have, there was a handover, wasn't there? There was to Nathan Lyons yeah. in yeah. that last test. So that's a celebration itself. Mm. It was, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, and so they, it's up to them to, mm. to decide when and where. 
and that yeah. can be anywhere between 30 seconds after walking the shed and you know probably the most drawn out affair was probably five hours after the Adelaide <laughs> test um, <laughs> against India which was awesome yeah. as well we sang it in the old scoreboard mm. yeah which, which was phenomenal so you know it's up to them to kind of get credit like trying to surprise your girlfriend with a new date <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. eventually you're going to run out of ideas yeah. but you know a few fresh ones pop up every now and again and then you sit in the change room pat each other on the back and then the young guys you know the guys yeah. with the families will tend to you know yeah. potter off home yeah. and the young guys will kind of get together in the corner yeah. and whisper a few sweet nothings as to where the, the party yeah. might continue mm. and obviously you consult those whose home state and city it is oh, yeah. Hussey, being you know from an out of towner yeah. wouldn't be that familiar with the Sydney test circuit no that's right and it obviously depends on, on what night you finish as well yeah, you know, everyone yeah. knows that you Monday know go, scuba. You, that's exactly yeah. right if it's on a Monday we're at scuba yeah. Tuesday R&B night Oxford Street yeah. Saturday some Wednesday people East, might yeah. Thursday the old Greenwood in 1999 <laughs> yeah. followed by Blueberries yeah. <laughs> no one outside of Sydney is going to get this Look. but it's funny for us um, so when you're sitting in the dressing room so the, the, the SCG dressing rooms are quite storied and they're, they're ancient is what I'm saying like when you're sitting in there that's got to be fucking great, doesn't it? If you want a test match, it's like all this history and these lockers, like Bradman played there, you know, all these, all these great names. Is anywhere Bradman yeah. played, you know, Peter Shemovel, yeah, all Sydney Sydney Sydney. Yeah, he played yeah. North Sydney Oval, yeah. Two. Like, is it actually quite, like, is this, like, am I romanticising it too much by thinking that it's actually, like, really, like, those would be actually some of your nicest memories playing test cricket? I'd say even my nicest Shield memories would be having won a Shield game, sitting in the SCG chain rooms, right. uh, mm-hmm. drinking beer, ordering pizza, mm-hmm. security guard gets pissed off, he's still there at 2 o'clock in the morning. So hang on, so you order pizza in, and a delivery guy comes into yeah. the dressing rooms. Well, no, you go to the you go to gate. You say gate yep. A, a gate. SCG, oh, right. Yeah. And he hands it through the grill because everything's shut up. <laughs> yeah, don't let him in here. No, no one knows. No, no, because you've got to sign in at security. Yeah, so yeah. it's just yeah, literally it's the thing. Yeah. They, they put it under underneath the grill and oh, these days okay. Uber Eats just all on the app. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, just uh, just one more, unless Dave, you got uh, anything else? But um, your memories, like your memories, like what's it like for you coming back here now to the SCG, like during a test match? Like, do you get stopped a lot by the members? Like, obviously, you never go outside Booed. members. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hussy, we want Hussy. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, it's a safe space for you here. Is it nice to come back here for the test matches? Do people still, you know, speak to you nicely, or do you, they ask you to come on a podcast? They asked me to come on a podcast. <laughs> I'm a very inconspicuous type. You know, I was, I was out the back having a few beers last year and mm. and even you didn't recognise me. And uh, you I know, did. I, I, he goes, he goes, he goes. And he just walked past yeah. with the media accreditation yeah, on. just looking for Chris Rogers. That's exactly what he was. Have you seen Bucky Rogers? <laughs> Please. But um, no, it... Look, it's an it's annual occasion. It is, yeah. I'm lucky enough to, you know, grow up with the Sydney Test as a moment every year that I would go and really indulge in Test cricket, mm. and had so many great childhood memories that, mm. you know, regardless of the the memories of, of playing into, and lucky enough to be uh, selected into, but to to watch even you know the team now it gives me great enjoyment. Mm. Um, tend to be, as you say, at the back on the big screen, but. Um, <laughs> Keeping a low profile, but it's a it's a great test match, mate. It's been great to have you. I think we'll uh, let you go and get on with it. I know you've got big plans for this afternoon. I can see that that eye twitching at the thought of beer. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> a clean skin. Ed Cow, thanks, mate, and uh, we'll see you around the traps this test match. Can't wait. Here goes. Here we are in a different room now. Different, with a different room. guest. Uh, we're in the Cricket New South Wales Trophy Room. 
wonderful memorabilia all around us, and uh, we've brought in some international flavour uh, as our second guest mm. of the show, uh, Times cricket correspondent, Australian circuiting extraordinaire, <laughs> Will McPherson. You're a friend of the show, and welcome to the show again. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. So the day's play, Will, um, at, at the time of recording, it is uh, 10 past five in the afternoon. There's still about mm. 30, 25 overs left in the day's play. So what, what you're going to say is going to be completely wrong by the end. But let's, let's cover the day's play so far. England won the toss and they had a stick. Yeah, this is actually a bit like writing for an English newspaper during the Ashes <laughs> because by the time it yeah. reaches doormats... Yeah. It's completely out of date and you look like a complete tit. So this is going to be exactly the same, but I, I'll just find out soon. We'll do two recordings. I'll just find out sooner, but yeah. I'm an idiot. So, um, yeah, England have won the toss today. They've had a bat. It looked a bit of a... It, it was a lot of good, good toss-to-lose chat in mm. the round, wasn't there, when, yeah. when it was a bit cloudy early doors because of some rain. And, uh, but England, it's been a pretty middling day, hasn't it? They've, they've oh, lost three wickets as things stand. Mm, uh, yeah. Probably going to be five or six, mm. maybe maybe ten. Time done. <laughs> uh, two of them were Mark Stoneman and James Vint, yep. who kind of have done what they've done all series. They've probably summed up England's series yeah. a little bit. Stoneman. Look good though. They did look good in patches. I mean, Vince. I've, oh, gorgeous. I've got this theory on Vince, mm. which I probably can't write, but I can say on this podcast, yeah. but he's just the biggest cock tease in cricket. <laughs> <laughs> he never, ever puts out. Yeah. Like, nah. he, he gives you. Eyes. He gives you that fumble, yeah. <laughs> getting a little bit excited, and then it never quite happens. Some of the just, cover drives. He's actually a perfect oh, grade cricketer. Like he yeah. made, he made 25, 30, 25, pretty, exactly. 25. 25. So that is right, bang in the middle of yeah. the um, the James Vincent sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. But also, the, the, the really funny thing I find about him is that, like, you and you'll see a lot in grade cricket, but the pretty thirties club or the yep. pretty twenty fives yep. club, most from the left handers. Mm. Mm. And then there he is, mm. defying logic, mm. doing it as a right-hander. You should, like, normally these guys, like... I'd put Usman probably in the pr- pretty 30s oh, club as well. But so he beautiful. makes sense, because he's yeah. a left-hander. He goes across him, he's playing yeah. the cuts. Well, left-handing, batting's cheating. You batting's should. cheating, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. batting's cheating. Correct. Correct. I don't know why I didn't outlaw it. <laughs> but, like, with Vince, like, right-handers are supposed to be, you know, they shouldn't be that sexy. No. And, mm. and yet... He's, and they should also be more sort of um, disciplined. They should be more straight and mm. sensible. And yet there he is mm. every single Fine time, giving us the moment, giving us those, you know, you sort of rubbing your knees and you get yeah. excited. And then, <laughs> and then the widest ball he gets all day, yeah. he nicks off again. It's the most frustrating. Just giving you eyes all day across yeah. the bar, yeah. and then goes home with himself. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk about the team selection. So Mason Crane is in. Yes. Are you excited by Mason Crane? Do you think you should have played earlier? What, what's, your, what's your take on it's this It's really team? tricky. So I'm, I'm Mason Crane's biggest fan. Right. Um, I know him a bit. He's a great lad. Yeah. Um, he's 20 mm. and he bowls leg spin. Mm. So yeah. there is going to be a pine over. Mm. Yes. There's also going to be an absolute beauty in over. He's got, he's got big balls. Like he's, he's brave and mm. he tosses it up and he goes for it. He would credit grade cricket, Sydney grade cricket, with his uh, rise and Stuart McGill. He's, I probably wouldn't have played him earlier. They could have, probably on that last day in Melbourne, they, they probably were looking at it going, well, the leggy would have been handy here, wouldn't it? But actually, if it wasn't, was barely a mark on the pitch, it wasn't anywhere there. So, mm. A lot um, of talk about whether playing him is a, is a good move for his career. Yeah, it's career. like a throwaway. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's tricky because for Sydney Test, England have, what England have managed to do is they haven't fallen apart on this seri- in this mm. series until mm. they went 3 0 down. They haven't at any stage been totally abysmal, mm. but what they have brilliantly managed to do is come to Sydney with a very England in Sydney bowling attack. <laughs> yes. So they've got their two greatest ever bowlers. They've got a bloke who's played one game, Tom Curran, yeah. who bowls 80 miles per hour, 
Um, he didn't look that threatening in his first test. They've got a debutant leg spinner, and then they've got Mo and Ali, who, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's gone for the series, mm, yeah. essentially. He'll come back, but he's gone for now. Um, so that it's just like a really sort of weird throwing together team. I, w- I think it was the right time to play Crane. They, I think running drinks for a whole tour is pretty mm. dispiriting. And if they do, Bayliss reckon, Bayliss England coach, New South Wales, long history there, mm. he reckons it's going to turn. Uh, mm. And they always had him, yeah. as soon as he played for New South Wales in March, they had they had this game in mind. Like they would, it was that early. Right. So, yeah. Um, while it is a bit of a hospital pass to be thrown in at this stage, it's, it's also, this is another thing, it's depressing to go back to it, but it's another issue that goes back to Ben Stokes. Like if Ben Stokes had been here earlier, yeah. he quite possibly would have been batting mm. number five now and you can then afford to, mm-hmm. you've got that bowling in the top five, you can throw a crane in a bit further mm. down. But they haven't got that. So. Yeah, I mean, so you sort of make a good point about, you know, England haven't fallen apart. I mean, it is 3-0 and may well be 4-0 by the end of this Probably, test match. Almost but definitely will be. Almost definitely will by be. By Sunday. Um, but, yeah, England haven't fallen apart. They haven't been abysmal at any point, to, to use your exact words, not even paraphrase. So, I mean, how, how has this tour gone for England, given that... And then where are they going? They're going to New Zealand's next, right? Yeah. So, like, I think that's just going to be a really interesting series. But are, they, are, they, are they in good shape, do you think? Like, where are England at, at as we stand? Well, there's this weird thing that, you know, six months ago, if you'd said to me, how how do England thrive in Australia? How, do, how are they going to get mm. anything out of this series? Mm. And I said, well, they've got all rounders for days. You know, yeah. they've got yeah. Stokes, yeah. Bairstow, Moen, yeah. Wokes, yeah. and now yeah. all of the bowling ones have gone. Yeah. You just got Johnny Bairstow standing there, and he's a keeper. You yeah. know, so he's, yeah. is he an all rounder? The old debate. And they, the, so the you know the great strength has disappeared. Um, mm. I don't know why they haven't like I don't know why they haven't fallen apart. Really, they probably should have done. Mm. They, they went three 0 down quickly, but I think Root's done quite a good job of sort of mm. galvanising them, and they uh, they've had a bit of a siege mentality mm. that everyone's after them, and mm. we're just going to get on with stuff. And they've stayed pretty cheerful. Um, and I think also the other thing is that they're not actually up against like a they're not up against Australian mm. juggernaut. So it's not like Johnson, is it? Yeah. It's, well, I was going to ask that. you. So like to get your perspective, like do you think this scoreline flatters Australia a little bit, or to the degree that like the Australian public certainly think that this is now the greatest team that Australia's right. ever produced? Like where do you where do you see as Australia at in terms of I mean, on the on the world stage? Well, it's it's rankings. like James Anson got a lot of shit after before the Melbourne Test when he said, look, they've got three gun bowlers, but. Get one of them out of the side, and then you know, with Captainson yeah. injured, Coulton Isle, Baron, whoever injured, yeah. there's not much left. And then Jackson Bird came in, and I think he was proved exactly right. You know, so Australia, I do. Well, we were deeply offended as a nation. Yeah, that was <laughs> we, a real one thing we pride ourselves yeah. on is this, yeah, three pronged yeah. pace attack. And, if, and, and, and the theory was, I think that if uh, if you've got three, you've yeah. got the. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, we've got I plenty of blokes to, out the back who can do just <laughs> the same I spoke to Stuart McGill yesterday, and we were talking about leg spin, and he <laughs> said. Everyone thinks Australia's got loads of legs, but it's because me and Warney did it for a few years. So yeah. you assume because we're a two, there must be yeah. twenty-five, yeah. like you no. know, knocking Clones, them out. There were, yeah. yeah. The same thing. Um, but I, I think this Australian team is one with maybe um, five really, 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 no, six. Sorry, six really good players with four bowlers. Smith and Warner, and then uh, Tim Payne's a good cricketer. The Marshes are fine, but you know holes elsewhere. Yeah. And that they've that having a really good bowling attack has covered for yeah. major deficiencies. I don't think, I don't think Bancroft, Kawaja have outplayed their opposite numbers. Even their opposite numbers have been quite yeah. disappointing. You know, it's 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 been like it's just been a a few blokes who are perfect for these conditions just being far too good for England in those conditions. I've, and I think England will win mm. the Ashes in 2019. Mm. Have we ruined any careers, though? I mean, Lyon no, came Lyon out here saying it. that. Mm. Lyon promised that he would. And um, Broad, and, Broad and Cook looked like yeah. they were, you know, they were on, yeah. they were looking over the cliff, but then they sorted that out in, yeah. Um, yeah. in Melbourne. Moen, is it terminal? I don't know. 
it, it, mm. it looks just like a bit what of a, to do about mowing yeah it's, it's yeah. real so I'm just sensing in the room that this series is just nothing like yeah. nothing like it's not a whitewash no, no one's career's been ended no. okay Steve Smith no. performs very very well mm. but like the whole series like there's no narrative to this we can't take anything away other than maybe like okay England one of one a test match yeah. in, in two well it's times. tough it's because we view everything yeah. through binary prisms yes. it's either a yes. massive whitewash or yes. a catastrophe collapse exactly. a la Hobart last year and also year. Mm. you know but as soon as Australia go 3 nil up the narrative says that nothing matters so <laughs> yeah. you score 244 not out and carry yeah. Yeah, we yeah. slide into you score your fifth double hundred in yeah. test cricket. It doesn't yeah. matter. Does it doesn't it? matter. You, dead rubber runs. Doesn't matter. Dead rubber. Who was that? Did someone score some? Oh, no, no, no. No. Yeah. Mitch Marsh. Yeah. 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 Well, let's uh, move away from that and let's let's just re look look back. Should I say it? Mm. Your own experiences here as a young journalist touring Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, you arrived here in October, fresh faced. Mm. Still are to your credit. You're obviously, still shaving. Yeah. Um, and a good salad to boot. But if you can kind of just run us through the tour so far. Um, you've been on tour for quite a while now. Yeah, it's been... This is venue eight. Mm. Um, so we, we did Perth. Yeah. We did Perth. We did, we've done about three weeks in each of Perth and Adelaide. So I think yeah. that's... You wonder why the England boys were getting in Barbara all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give the blokes a chance. <laughs> Give them a week in Sydney. Yeah. Early doors. Oh, no. <laughs> Tease them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I went to. We were talking on the way over. I went to the the bar that England players kept getting in trouble in. John, Johnny Bairstow delivered a, a, a nuzzle. Mm, I'm going to call yes, it. Yeah. Um, the heads touched. Yeah, the, yeah, head, the heads, heads met. Briefly. The heads, heads met. met. <laughs> As Trevor Bailey said, the heads met, but it was not a headbutt. Um, and then Ben Duckett uh, poured a drink. Oh, well, I was yeah. involved in some him. dousing. Was you know it wasn't alone. I don't think he acted alone, but um, yeah. he he was the, he took the, took the, yeah. the fall. And remark the most remarkable thing about that whole story was that they was in the same bar. How yeah. they let them go back to the same bar anyway. Um, being an opportunist, I spotted an opportunity after day one in Perth mm, to yeah. go to that bar right, and yeah. um, conduct a Pulitzer Prize winning yes. review. <laughs> yeah. oh, Hunter S. Thompson style. I'm waiting for them to call journalism. these people. I don't know who the guys at Pulitzer are. Will, read the circuit. But yeah. I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> yeah. to hear from them. Um, and I went, and remarkably, I saw, and I won't name them because it. It, it's not fair, but I saw two English county cricketers right. in, the, in this bar, yeah. even when, even when it was like the one place on tour which English people now <laughs> should not go. But that I just makes them. it so much more appetite, like appealing. Yeah. There's a seductive yeah, so lure appealing. about that. I like, took two accomplices, Adam Collins and Jonathan Liu from mm, the Independent, and mm. we um, we went and we were given a guided tour, mm. and then we yeah. basically company credit card. Yes. Expensed, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it, and then yes, just ran through yeah. every drink I had to offer. And we were, yeah. um, I'm 27, and uh, James Anderson has been to this bar twice now, and he's 35. Yeah. And I could say with some confidence that I, at 27, was. Eight years older than the average age, at least. So what Anderson was doing? Was, but you know, he wasn't. But all accounts had a great time. So just, right. despite getting a bit wet, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. you win some, you lose some. So that was probably that's been the highlight of my tour. Yeah. In the absence of an England win. And now you're here in Sydney, in mm. the yeah. the unofficial capital of Australia. Yeah. And um and, and in Rose Bay and enjoying yourself. Rose, Rose Bay, lovely, lovely spot. Yeah, I'm loving it. Mm. Mm. Tour ends in six days. Nearly done. So nearly done. So six days left. I mean, is there one more circuit left in you and the rest? Yeah, of the UK I think there's a couple of big runs for England. But I mean, there's a lot of fingers crossed for a four day or yeah. three day if we can get it. But yeah. the rain probably put put pay to the hope for three day. Are you circuiting with Atherton? Is he circuiting? Is he out? Is he um, just going to Guinea? Occasionally, no. He does it because the times line up is yourself and Athers and, and yeah, Gideon Hay riding a bit and getting yeah. syndicated. So we've got yeah. yeah Athers has been. He has his moments. 
There's a good one in Townsville and a good one in Melbourne, which I remember. But he... <laughs> <laughs> Do you get invited out with those guys? Um, no, they. I mean, they, I, I, they spent Christmas together. You know, yeah, they've, yeah, got, they've, got, they've got far more interesting things to be doing than hanging out with their with their butler. <laughs> We're very happy to have you here, Will. It's been a, a pleasure and um, hope you enjoy the rest of the Test match and, and the rest of your tour here and hopefully we can squeeze in a few beers and potentially a circuit Perfect. before you leave. Sounds great.